0: When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento.
1: Turner Sparks and Sir
2: Michael Ira Kaplan are on a quest to explore every town in America through the
1: eyes of the scumbags, scoundrels, and world touring comedians who grew up there. Who knows what they'll find out? This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 177. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Michael Kaplan, you Ira can, Kaplan. Yeah, Sir Michael Ira Kaplan. You can find yeah. me at Turner B. Sparks on, We well, no, Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. You can find the show at Lost in America Pod on Instagram. We are over a 1,000 Instagram followers now, Kaplan, for yeah. our show. Yeah. How
2: about that? Pretty impressive. People love it, the show. Pretty, pretty impressive. They say they say the mark of a man is how many Instagram followers his podcast has. We're influencers so. now. We. Uh, how many do you need to become an influencer? How many followers in
1: general? I think it's a thousand. They say. You know? <laughs> it's a. Well, one I guess thousand. It, We're influencing we, one thousand people to do whatever we want them to do. We can cast a spell over these idiots. We can. You can get them to march into battle. Yes. We can, so let's do it. Should we create a war?
2: We we should I, I I yeah let's do it. Well, no, let's not do a war. Let's be peaceful. We're all. This is the time for peace. No, so.
1: this is the time to take. You know. Let's time okay this is you gotta take advantage because everyone listen other people are out there taking advantage why not us that's what I always say but anyway uh, so we have over a thousand over there the reason why they're joining and the reason why you all should join is because or follow us is because we're putting up two videos a day clips from not only this show but clips from our Tuesday to Friday our show on Patreon live from the bunker which we're doing four days a week over there five days a week in total if you want to sign up for that go to patreon.com dot ncom Slash Lost in America. The link will be in the description of this show. Patreon subscribers. Last week we had three new subscribers. We had the author Bill mm-hmm. Dodson in Seattle. Watson. The author, the one and only, the one and only one author. The... I think he's the only author that subscribes subscribes to the show, as far as I know. Um, and then we have uh, my uncle, Uncle Keith Sparks, and your brother Jeffrey Jeffrey Kaplan. Three new Jeffrey Max Kaplan. Jeffrey Max Cap. Ooh, what a guy! yeah so that's uh, it, well, man. We got those guys have joined over there, and um, Bill joined because his friend Palais joined. We got more from Palais coming up later. Uh, Uncle Keith's getting people in Carlsbad now, New Mexico. They're going to be joining soon. So everybody keep spreading it, keep spreading the word. We made a declaration. Kaplan, tell them about our next – because we hit our initial goal was to get $200 a month. We've now passed that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when you're motivated, you have to create new goals for yourselves. Stay motivated. Tell you know, people was, about our new goal. Uh, so our new goal – because you know, I, I we need to conquer the world. We need to keep fresh. So our goal is four hundred dollars. We're not we're not satisfied with two hundred. That was I, I, it, there was a buzz for a little bit before, and it's better. We want to get to four hundred. We need your help.
1: And once we get there, I
2: think we should do something to celebrate.
1: Of course we should, because Kaplan, everyone knows we can't live off two hundred dollars a month. But who can live off two hundred dollars a month? Four hundred. Now we're talking. We can live yeah. off four hundred. So. If we get to $400 a month in Patreon subscribers, we will throw a party once a year in New York City for all of our Patreon subscribers. We'll give you like, you know, a few months out to plan if you want to fly into New York. Um, Cap, there's a lot of things we can do. I think it has to include a stand, uh, either a standup show or a live podcast. Almost like yes, we I think like, it should be
2: a live uh, podcast. That's what we should do. Or, yeah, that's a good idea. Or a
1: stand up show with you on it. How about that?
2: You, oh, I could do that too.
1: Maybe we get people like Jared Fried, uh like Gus Tate, some of our regulars who are on this show, but the show. The either way. The problem is if we invite all of our Patreons to a
2: live podcast or live stand-up show, all of the guests will be We need to get um somebody to pay for the stand-up show, no? Uh, well, if the, what, first of all, we have stand up again. And we have to see that.
1: <laughs> true. Once, there, once that is available again, Kaplan, I got, I got connections. I can get everyone free tickets to the show. And I think what we do is we float the bill on the happy hour before the show. We all meet up. We go to a happy hour. You and I oh. float the bill. Wow. And then we, we get them into the show for free. No top shelf guys,
2: bottom shelf, but bottom, it'll be good. It'll be please
1: f- bottom shelf only. Come on. It'll be,
2: uh, it's only 400. Beer, it's Natty 400. light and uh, Milwaukee's best. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and we get them into the show whether yeah, maybe a live podcast is a good idea, but either live podcast, something like that, or the other thing, the other idea is we do the show and then we do after party. So it's either pre-party or after party.
2: Oh, an after party. That could be fun. And
1: maybe we float the after party, but if we float the happy hour cap, think about it. That's less money for us. Cause we find a good happy hour deal.
2: That's, bit, that's smart. That's, that's whatever's cheaper. Whatever's that's one of those numbers. Cheaper
1: is the motto of this podcast.
2: And and we'll talk to Blunt John about getting some Cheese Puffs. He's got a supplier. <laughs> he got a good deal. And uh, yeah, do you think we'll ever get back to a time when people are eating cheese puffs at parties where you put your hands in a bowl and sharing
1: them with other people? Well, you bring this up, cheese puffs. I'm not sure, but let me, my dad called me, Gary Sparks called me furious the other day. And he said, I have hate mail. I can't wait to write it out. I need to call you and tell you. Kaplan- It's a hate call. It's a hate call. call. Specifically for you, Cap. He said, (laughs) Mike, he said, I'm listening to the podcast and Kaplan keeps calling, (laughs) talking about cheese puffs. And why is he saying bad things about the sparks i'm like <laughs> i'm like what are you talking that, about like, he goes cheese puffs is sparks in spanish and why does he keep mentioning that i'm like he's saying the word cheese puffs <laughs> I'm like, che- what is spark- what is sparks in spanish it's true when you translate the the, the spark like a, it's a spark it's cheese spots something like that cheese and my but
2: you don't go by your last name like um, that's not how you last names don't translate into other languages that way.
1: Not in, yeah, no. So he thought you were saying how terrible these cheese puffs were, and he thought cheese you were talking pus. about our family. Oh, the cheese puffs! I can't see how it's baby face cheese puffs.
2: Oh, that's a great character name for an alias, cheese puffs. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Your Spanish doppelganger. What's Spanish for Turner? Uh, don't I don't else. know. in
1: Chinese is diagoto, yeah. which means U-turn.
2: Tiago to a cheese
1: fuss. He's a good Aguto combo Chispas? character. He's <laughs> <laughs> a great villain, Parks. Yeah. So that's I, I forgot about it until you just kept mentioning cheese puffs again. But anyway, we will say no cheese puffs, mostly cheese puffs. The cheese pasta will be there. We will not be serving cheese puffs. But yeah, maybe that's the idea. We do a happy hour, and then we do something like New York Comedy Club, whether it's a live pod or it's a, uh, and that'd be fun. Live pod, we get everyone to come over, or a show where you perform. One of those, we're going to make it happen on the podcast today. We have Doctor Lizzie Ross Kaplan. You know her. I didn't. I don't know Stop. if I know her um i might have met her once but i don't know You might have met her at some
2: did you ever come to our new year's eve parties back in the day in new york city or it's, you weren't around for that? i was not around i was i was no. in China. all right she would have been there and she would have been i, I think uh, your brother's wedding and so you might have met her before but uh i was on her podcast she's a, uh, she's a house of pod is a medical podcast and they wanted to have me on a while back because uh you know I was a hot commodity in the as a as a podcaster who had a heart attack. I was a big guest. And
1: why is she on our podcast? Let's tell the people. Well, yeah, and she's on our
2: podcast because she's a doctor. So she's going to come here today and talk about uh, COVID nineteen. Which did you know? COVID nineteen. Do you know what it means? What it stands for?
1: no but is this like something because i've read people online like fake like sharing fake news about what it stands for
2: right so i thought the fake news i didn't know it was fake news all the time i thought it was like the 19th coronavirus it's actually because it was 2019 it was discovered pretty simple <laughs> so, oh that, i actually
1: so, didn't know that but let's a
2: little more yeah, on so her. she's a, so she's a doctor and she's based out of san francisco Uh, And she came, she did what we call a mitzvah in, in the Jewish faith, but just a really, she got on a plane, flew to New York, was in a hospital last week, I believe, all last week in New York City helping out because you do not have enough doctors and nurses and medical workers to deal with the crisis here. So she was here helping out. So we're going to talk about her experience and see, maybe we can learn a few things, she right?
1: Working in a hospital in New York city, yeah. volunteering yeah. the time. Yeah, that's great. And she's, cause as we've been talking about every network, every big media outlet has a doctor, you know, they got Dr. Drew on some of these shows or Fox news has Dr. Oz. We now have Dr. Ross. We got into the game. We need a oh, right. doctor. Yeah, we
2: talked about this on our Patreon show. We talked about we talked about all these hack doctors, Dr.
1: Oz. CNN has Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Gupta. We didn't even talk about Dr. Phil, but he came
2: out after we went to air with his idiotic comments about, like, you never have closed anything. Uh, he's not even a real doctor. So we say we have to get a doctor, but we're not going to get a hack. We're going to get a real doctor. So now we have a doctor to the pod who's going to give us some expert opinions and advice and uh facts right facts we're gonna learn we're, we're we're
1: we, don't, we don't learn a lot in this
2: podcast every once in a
1: while this is a learning episode we're asking every yep. question that we've had in our mind that you get you know some news from some half half stories half truths from certain mm-hmm. people we're gonna ask and find out what's the real story and what's really going on in there but cap before we get to all that we have hate mail to get to Pa- so the, this is not about your last name. This is actual hate mail someone wrote. This is not a hate phone call. Yeah. This is oh, a yeah. hate mail, <laughs> a letter written in. It arrived at my doorstep. It's from one of our listeners, one of our Patreon subscribers, which is the only people we take hate mail from. If you want to send yeah. us hate, you got to give us at least $5 a month, and then you can tell us whatever you want. Pa- you tell us pa- to fuck ourselves. Palais yeah. is a subscriber. Palais in Cleveland. Them Gary Sparks in Sacramento. These people. All right. So, should we play the hate mail music? Yeah, we still have it, right? Love the music. Play the music. Don't hate me. Right, we're back Kaplan palette. Love the music. That's really nerf herder. If you haven't checked them out yet by this point, go listen. I mean,
2: I love to go back to all of our podcasts and just count how many times one of us has said, love the music.
1: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> palette uh, writes in Pallet writes in. He says, first of all, thank you for the awesome podcast. I started listening when you guys started out and the development over time is amazing. You guys are nailing it.
2: Yeah, baby. That's not hate. I love
1: it. Ka- That's love. Kaplan asked – now now we're getting into a couple of corrections. Kaplan asked about kids – oh, so Palais, if you remember, he's from Denmark originally. I knew him out in China. We played in a band together, the Jackie Treehorn Experience. We were very big around the eastern seaboard of China. And uh, now he's in Cleveland, uh, Ohio, I believe. So Kaplan asked he, – he says, Kaplan asked about kids going back to school in Denmark, which is right – but only K through five and the new oh. and the new regulations um, about having to spread out when they're in school basically means basically means that the, K, the sixth through 12th graders can't go back to school because they have nowhere to go because K through five have taken up all the space.
2: That's interesting because I was thinking of how we should do it here. And I was thinking like high school is so important. It seems amazing. The kids are missing out and they should do. I was thinking in America, we should do the opposite. Like they should just go back high school, but because there wouldn't be enough space, they'd have to send high school kids to like, some kids would be like in like a little, like it'd like to be big high schoolers would be sitting around like a second grade classroom. The leg's too big for the desk Yeah, all like that, Billy
1: Madison? <laughs> exactly. Pee- That's what I thought could be a solution. Maybe peeing in one of those like little kid urinals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was a movie idea when this is over. Let's write that down. Uh but, well, I think probably d- what it is is people like you and uh the sparks over here, the uh the cheese spots, the, the cheese spots of Arlington. I think they're in desperate need of getting their kids out of their hair. So the first people you send back are the yeah. um the the K through fifth graders because they're the ones that let's just get out of here get it get some babysit
2: you know there's a guy there's a there's a place in the neighborhood a private company that does um like after school curriculum like classes and stuff and the guy right before we went to air i saw he put a post up of like proposals for reopening like these are all the measures we're thinking of taking what do you think and i didn't read them i just wrote great we're in like i'm sure you're gonna do lots of distancing and masks and gloves whatever you tell me later where do i pay where do i sign up but yeah so that's uh that's i I guess denmark denmark knows they're just like us they have the same problems the same pain in the ass kids
1: well that would be everywhere around the world they have the same pain, pain in the ass kids that's what really ties the world together yeah yeah, painy ass kids. It's a common enemy, our children. <laughs> the invisible—they're not invisible <laughs> enemy. The common enemy, <laughs> the world's common. They always say that there won't be world peace until aliens attack, but I think it's really like this uh, Zoomer generation when they attack. us, the Zoomers, as, uh, which yeah, they are we, now because none of them know they have coronavirus and they're going around infecting the world with it. So yeah. um, and then he has one more thing to say. He says this is a, a follow up. He says, "Hey." episode 20 of the patreon show i think i was asked we were talking about our chinese kids going back to school and i had said no here's the deal palais knows his his wife and his kids uh, ironically i don't know if it's ironically i don't know if that's the right word but on march 16th he says they went back to china his wife's chinese so his kids are half chinese so on march 16th they went back to china to see family and um Oh, sorry, I believe his wife is American, but uh, Chinese heritage. Uh, anyway, the very anyway, right. Anyway, they went to China to see family, and they've now been stuck there. Um uh, since then so he hasn't so his kids are in school over there now for like (laughs) somehow if you get stuck in china they just let you go to school there in some way because he knows about it he says some kids in china are back in school uh my 11 year old daughter is in international school in china started last thursday so they're now that's like another that's another
2: comedy movie you just get trapped in a country you got to go to their school the kids yeah you become one of them it's, it's
1: like the we bought right. a zoo of coronavirus
2: yeah, so
1: so hey. china's back to school
2: everywhere or just certain cities you think we don't know
1: unclear we'll have to wait till next week to see what palais writes in you got to use the connections and find
2: us a guest in wuhan i want to know what's going on there
1: i could do that i could get us a comedian in wuhan how about that yeah get us a Wuhan wuhan's finest comic or ice cream. did you have ice cream trucks in wuhan we did not Um, But I can definitely get us a comedian. There's a whole comedy scene there. I could make a couple calls and get us. I mean, I don't know how funny it is these days, but um, (laughs) I can get somebody. Um, All right, Cap, I want to move on. Thank you, Palais. He says, by the way, he says, see you guys. Thanks for the great show. See you guys in the bunker. We'll see you in the bunker, Palais. Um, A couple business ideas. Do you mind I run through them quickly before we get to Lizzie?
2: This is where we shop around our business ideas and people steal them from us. Go. Any,
1: listen, people are going to make, as we've been talking about for months, I mean, at least a month now, people are going to make money off of this pandemic. It might as well be us. It might as well be our listeners. Here's a few ideas. Lemons out of lemonade, or the other way, or however that saying goes. First, All this right. idea. Masks, 95, what are they called? In 95 in 95 masks with air fresheners in them. Air 90. I don't is know. The bre- bre- you
2: mean like for your breath or going out? For your, Which for, way is it fresher?
1: It's uh. so if you I'm saying you're walking down the street, you burp and you have a mask on, you burp, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I want that burp to be converted through the N95 machine and shoot out daisies, roses, uh, mints, whatever flavor, whatever scent you might want. And you know what else? Yeah, family could do this because the the Yeah family history they have a whole uh, company that that um, build, they make scents for fragrances.
2: No, the family um, business. The
1: family business. So maybe this is a business <laughs> idea for me, you know, for the family over here. But, um, but this, what do you think about this idea? Well, a does man? it also
2: because I was thinking one of the positives which I was going to talk about on, podcast, on the podcast on the bunker show, but is that the, the mask? covers up if your breath is bad if you forget to brush your teeth and you have to go out or you you know whatever you sometimes you forget you do not in the morning you, or you you eat some garlic you just go outside you don't have to feel bad because you got a mask on nobody can tell um but maybe does it also do breath like it's almost got like some scope effect where it comes back into you and freshens your breath up In general, or you have to have burped or something?
1: No, well, I don't think – I think if you're standing next to someone with an N95 mask, yes, if they breathe into it and then the breath comes out, goes through the N95 filter and gets to you, it's going to be filtered air, but it's not necessarily going to smell great. You know what I'm right. saying? It's just not going to have coronavirus anymore, I think is that. Right, right? Yeah. But So now uh, we want nice smelling air. We want nice smelling air. So not only do you not have coronavirus, but maybe what are those things people put in cars, you know, when you're in high school? Those, <laughs> they still have those, those like those... dirty air freshener things. Yeah. Cuz it used
2: to be you used to not be able to smoke weed in your car, now everyone just goes nuts, so I don't think they need air fresheners.
1: Yeah, anymore, back but... before you couldn't when you couldn't smoke weed in your car, everyone had those little air freshener things in their car. Maybe it was like a tree, a Christmas tree that hung through the um uh, by the dashboard, you know, one of those, throw it in a mask, and away we go. So that's my first idea.
2: Sex- that's a good idea. I mean, I think anything you do with masks is, is a good idea. Like, Randy already spent a lot of money. She got me in Eagles. Uh, she's getting the kids, Sonic the Hedgehog masks, all these different masks. We're just spending. we We got to spend money on different themes. So, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. That's I like a
1: good it. one. Okay, next business idea, start a religion. <laughs>
2: not as good. What? Why have we not?
1: No, 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 this is great, because religions – are exempt from having to social distance, right? In many states around the United States. For for sure, Florida. I know that. You can have church services. It's It's unconstitutional to block a church service. So all we do, we start a church... And then we go, hey, Philadelphia 76ers, you want to have a game next week? Let Kaplan and I come preach for 10 minutes before the game at halftime and after. Pay us a couple million dollars and the game Uh-oh. can continue. You see what That's actually saying? a genius
2: <laughs> idea you've stumbled across is that if like the NBA wanted a loophole, they could just say we're now a religion. Yeah, I didn't and- stumble across <laughs> it.
1: I've, I've been racking my brain all week coming up with it, stumble across it. I
2: mean, it. I don't think – I don't – the thing of it is, is that I think it, us – that, that you're going to give religion a bad name, us idiots, if we do that. We don't want to inflame tensions any further. So, I, I mean, you already could start a religion for the tax purposes, right? Sure. And for the uh, many wives you're allowed if, you're, if that's a really religion, right? Yeah. So, now you're saying you could also do it so you don't have to social distance,
1: well, no, I'm saying. So, listen, we, we always say on this podcast, we're going to make money one way or the other, whether it's people giving us Patreon money or us coming up with ideas for businesses. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to get us to feed our families. I'm not saying social distance or don't. I'm saying if people are going to do it anyway, we but we would anyway. have to hire a
2: fake preacher to do our preachings. I don't want to have to be around all these people. No, when they're you not can social distance, online
1: it's fifty bucks. You can get a, uh, you can become a preacher. <laughs> You pay somebody, so you can get <laughs> licensed. I listen. I'm just an ideas guy. If you want to be the naysayer, hey, be the naysayer. Hey, I got I got an idea. He's speaking of online. Is we
2: should be doing? I saw you can do Zoom uh, weddings now in New York City. That's like authorized to marry people. We should be getting author, like We should get. Uh, I want to marry people. Fans of the podcast, new listeners, anybody. The zoom weddings 50 bucks whatever you want to pay me i'll marry you that's you a know? great idea and if you want yeah, to
1: propose but you you know you're let us do the proposal for you even we will do the proposal
2: we will we will i will zoom uh lay put a lot of flowers
1: in the room listen gina and... uh steve's been a real uh really into you for a while now and he wants yeah, to take is, it to the next step
2: this could <laughs> be the new like i can't believe people get proposed in like a basketball game thing yeah where, like I can't believe we're in the middle of like a Zoom call with like your, your workplace happy <laughs> hour, 11 people on Zoom, and all of a sudden Steve's proposing to Gina. <laughs> that could be the new move. They call uh, us in. Yeah, we call us., oh, Zoom bomb, who's coming in? Oh my God, <laughs> it says wacky host of my favorite podcast. <laughs> we're here, got some news. Roses are red. It all began <laughs> a day. It was a blind day. You know how Steve hates blo- setups, usually.
1: You know. But this you one know, was Gina, you know. But this one, was something about this one was different. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, you were that's... like, oh, you were like, listen, he's dated all. You were like, no, he knew right away. You were the one. And like any he girl, was... he, you were different from any girl. He dated. he sent an email to all
2: his friends.
1: He sent an email and... the night after the first date, and then we picked my brother up from uh, uh, a. <laughs> I was trying to think of a rain man. <laughs> so... <laughs> all right all right cap i think these are great ideas we've given these people enough let's get to lizzie and then everybody stick around we got news ads, but lizzie's
2: yeah dr ross we let's be like uh you know trump always forgets to call the doctors by the doctors he calls him dr Fauci, but then he calls her deborah sure and it's like dr ross dr ross is here we have a real doctor not not a dr phil fake a real one let's call her up call her up
1: All right, we're back with our guest, Lizzie Ross. Lizzie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for doing it. So are you now in San Francisco?
0: I am back in San Francisco. I'm a gastroenterology doctor, obviously with a podcast. I mean, that's what we do in San Francisco, (laughs) the House of Pod. And um, I volunteered last week in New York City at Bellevue Hospital, which is where I trained, and I feel very connected to for many reasons i still have lots of family and friends in new york and you know it's pretty quiet fortunately we're very fortunate in san francisco so sitting at home all day every day and calling patients and doing work but um not you know not the same kind of work and so it was really hard to hear about what was going on in new york so i had the opportunity so i went just for um a week
1: and how i was going to ask how you got connected with this hospital but it's where you started so what? Yeah. Um, did you have a place to stay in New York? I guess so. So we had free hotel and free flights, but we did volunteer our
0: time so there's a lot of nurses and doctors who might be traveling docs if you've heard of the term locum tenum so I think some people were making money but a lot of people were volunteering their time so you know I took vacation from my work work and then volunteered at New York so you know it's a net loss but I had a free flight and a free hotel in Times Square which is really not a fun place to stay whether or not there's a pandemic
2: but um, it's better now though it's less uh, is it less crazy there now I haven't been I haven't been in Manhattan yeah
0: it's silent and it's creepy, but the lights are still on in Times Square, which is makes it even Oof. a little bit more creepy. But you know, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but there's no like food delivery in Times Square. If you're a tourist in Times Square, you're not in your hotel doing takeout or delivery. So yeah. there's not a lot of food options. It was a different, a different beast, a different New York. You know,
2: there was no Elmos and people dressed up as like weird. <laughs> they don't, they don't right. exist anymore. The Naked Cowboy, right? Those are, the those the, yeah, the Naked Cowboy is not essential. <laughs> He,
0: he's he's alcohol, a mask. Yeah. alcohol groceries and the naked cowboy are essential
1: that would be, Corona. it would be amazing if the naked cowboy was in a mask but still naked <laughs>
0: yeah. oh my god that would be wonderful that would be like yeah. a great new york story we should get that guy out there
1: yeah yeah it so does say wants to something about america though that the the lights are still on because what happened because someone paid for those advertisements yeah so totally. they're gonna run them whether no whether yeah. anyone's there or not right <laughs>
0: It's true, but I think there's enough photographers and tourists out there posting pictures of an empty Times Square that maybe these guys are getting money for their advertisements, yeah, yeah. you
1: know? The only people there are the people posting pictures, trying to get everyone else uh, taking pictures to get out of their shot.
0: Right. So they, Someone told me that in Vegas they shut the lights down, but that was really um, very grim and people – were very miserable. So, um, maybe turn Times on. Square. Yeah, turn, took a lesson from them. I'm not quite sure. If that's and who true. did uh,
2: who 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 supplied the hotel and the airfare? Was that from like a
0: That's a great question. I don't Bellevue is a city hospital, so I don't know if it's New York City, New York State. I doubt it's based on what's going on. I doubt it's the federal government, <laughs> but um, but uh yeah, it was everything was free. It was easier than you would have expected. I definitely thought there would be a lot of glitches Everything was up and running. I asked about volunteering on a Wednesday, and I think on a Friday I got the green light. Because you can uh, imagine, I need credentials. I can't just walk into a hospital and take care of patients and log onto a computer. So the fact that they got that all going in like a couple of days is really you know, incredible and outstanding. And-
1: and were there other people doing this? Or was this just you because you were connected with the hospital because you knew everybody? There were dozens of
0: volunteers. I have to say, in all this sadness and all the death, um, and it actually saddens me to think that people are doubting the fact that people are dying every day. Um, but uh, there was dozens of volunteers. It was very uplifting, very inspiring, you know, very uh, kind of awesome. You know, you had old people and young people. It was working. they we were taking care of patients, adults adults in on the medicine team or critical care i was working with an obstetrician i was working with a pediatrician you know i was working with an anesthesiologist it was people from all aspects of the country and all aspects of medicine coming together and 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 working together you know it was
1: was very cool that's any foot doctors kaplan's dad <laughs> Dr. Bob Kaplan about no, a foot doctor i don't know if it's an emergency yeah
0: there was See, no podiatrist but there were plastic surgeons like on my team and in the rooms working with the patients and i'm like this is awesome i'm like are you giving
2: botox you well, know? i'm
1: here you know I've always... and it's just everybody was caught, like um, is there some process of how the hospital reaches out to people or people reach out to them the, the doctors i mean or uh, how for volunteering yeah how's that all working
0: I mean, for me, it was easier because I have a connection. So I just emailed a couple of people. Hey, do you think that, you know, I, I, there's an opportunity to volunteer. Cause I'm a, I'm a GI doctor, like gastroenterology. That means we do colonoscopies and, oh. you know, find stomach ulcers. Like, I'm not sure if there was a role for that person <laughs> in Bellevue. So I emailed a couple of people who I know who are still there. And I said, you know, I still can take care of medicine patients. I can't take care of ventilators. I never was an expert in pulmonary or critical care medicine, And nobody needs a colonoscopy to treat their Corona, but, uh, I was willing anyway. So they put, they just assigned me. I was just, I was just like the bottom of the rung. I was just running around, seeing patients, writing notes, calling families, putting orders in. So I was doing the, the legwork. I was a soldier. I wasn't like a general, you know, and, and most anyone can do that. If you're a doctor, like it's just kind of following orders and being meticulous. So that's what I did. Um, And then I just emailed someone and you just fill out forms. So, you know, you heard Cuomo say, we need doctors, please come volunteer. So if you're listening, then maybe you would start Googling. And there's a lot of opportunity to volunteer. Hopefully the surge is over, but maybe in a few weeks it won't be. And, you know, people should think about that if they have the time and ability.
1: Well, I have a a question about that, because they're saying um, we have a million questions for you. So uh, all stuff that you hear on TV, but then like, what is it really? Basically. And the first one being they say the surge is over. That's what you keep hearing. But then they're showing you like Cuomo is showing you stats that seem to what he's saying is it's over. But then it just shows it's flatlining mean it's it's the same as it was a few days ago. That yeah i guess that over. just means that just seems to be well, well, new ca-
2: new cases are going down is what i think they're saying right
0: I, yeah and i i it's new cases but it's more importantly it's deaths. i think that right. people are really paying attention to the numbers who are dying so i think the max was like almost 800 in new york city in one day and um and that number is going down doesn't mean the hospitals are any less busy or crazy mm-hmm. but the <laughs> but <the> peak, <laughs> wow! But the peak maybe went down. That's it. And and you know these are blips. Maybe the next day it'll go up. But I don't. I don't. I'm not up to day day to day on the stats. Yeah, it's the. So it's, I think they're talking about deaths though with the surgery well, because,
2: And because people have to stay in the hospital even if they're alive, mm-hmm. they could be in the hospital for weeks on a ventilator. Or, oh. You know, right? So they could. They can still be overcrowded even if the things are going down.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, got it. Next question. Uh, what about, what type of stuff is work? What type of treatment is working? Do you know? know. Nothing is working. Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, every single patient now, I think across the country, when they come in with COVID, which is, um, you know, the disease process from the SARS cov two virus, um, the disease we're calling COVID-19, um, these people are getting the malaria the chloroquinolone, the plaquinil, and they're getting azithromycin, but people are not seeing any real results. Everyone's just saying, you know, the biology of the person and the biology of the virus are gonna take their course no matter whatever nature has determined. We can throw medicine at it, but it has a course and we don't know and we don't think that we're altering it that much nobody has seen great results and then some people are getting that hiv medication remdesivir but not everyone there's doing studies in every hospital where is that the,
2: the gilead one is it the or the yeah okay.
0: yeah yeah there's some talk about remdesivir which is a gilead one and then Kaletra, which is another um, big hiv medicine but i don't remember who makes Kaletra. but the data for Kaletra, i'm pretty sure is not good And the data for remdesivir is not necessarily out yet. But um, a lot of hospitals are doing trials where one person's getting a sugar pill and one person's getting remdesivir. So we can't know that for maybe a few weeks. But I'm sure there's early numbers. And if there was a true benefit, all studies are stopped if there's a clear benefit. But clearly, there's not a clear benefit. Uh, Nothing has been stopped. if,
2: (laughs) If there's a clear benefit, you're kind of annoyed if you're the guy getting the sugar pill. But yeah. A, right. It, well,
0: exact But that's how we have to find out, right? But if there's a clear right. benefit with remdesivir versus placebo, it's unethical to continue the tre- You know, the it's, oh, right. it's unethical the to continue the study. Yeah. So okay. what you're
1: saying is, when there is a clear benefit somewhere, we'll know. It, because we will be I mean, we'll know. I mean, like um, you know, Kaplan and I will know. Not just doctors will <laughs> yeah, know. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> this will be uh, a bigger a, story. That's it. Is that
0: yeah. correct? I, I think it will take a few weeks or months to know, but yeah, because, it, you know, even if it has no effect, we should see that, right? Because the people who are getting sugar pills will get as better as the people who are getting remdesivir. So then you know that it's not helping. You know, this is what epidemiologists do. This is what right. their job is to study the numbers. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. No, Nobody does, unfortunately. So,
2: But is there, are there certain treatments that, I mean, because people have been... Uh, you know, this has been going on for several weeks now. And are there things that you've heard from that, have, that they weren't doing in the beginning, they're doing now that have just improving the quality of care or helping with anything, or is it just sort of um, experimenting coffee. still? Or like the quality mm. of yeah. increasing the chances or anything?
0: No. Um, uh, the only thing that has been shown to help a little bit right now, I think, and this is just in a moment, I don't know if it's mortality, which means I don't know if it's saving lives, but when we're having a hard time, giving oxygen to people or we're using too much. Uh, Everyone's getting this thing called pronation where we're literally turning patients who are on their backs on a machine on a ventilator and a team of people are coming and putting them on their belly.
2: Right. Which is not normal when you're on a ventilator, right? It's it's really, it looks really uncomfortable.
0: Um, it's called pronation. And why does that um, help? Um, so I'll just say again, I'm not a pulmonary expert, but it's okay. about like, if you're lying in your back and you're getting all these fluids, um, it's about gravity. And like, if everything's sinking kind of to the back, to your back, cause you're lying on your back 24 seven, then the lung in the back doesn't fill up with air as well. So if you put yourself on your belly, you're kind of letting the dependent gravity areas that are getting maybe filled with fluid or edema, we call it, you're letting that aerate and letting it ventilate and letting oxygen pass through otherwise soggy, bogged down lungs. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're just affecting gravity. You're right. just like you know. I
1: know gravity. Uh, I, I, yeah, Kaplan's yeah. <laughs> a real expert
2: on gravity. He I've been teaching it, right? gravity in, in my distance learning over here. So yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> right, exactly. It, 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 what about, um, so what's it I mean, like Cuomo, like the other Cuomo, the TV Cuomo was yeah, saying yeah. he's like a real expert now. And, uh, he was saying that, um, something about aspirin is like bad for him or is it Was Is it Advil? I'm not sure. What's that thing that people ibuprofen, are saying about Advil? Or
2: ibuprofen? Ibuprofen. Yeah. Advil is a brand name oh, yeah.
0: for ibuprofen. Um, again, I don't, I don't know if that has been proven, but Yeah, there was all these rumors about certain bloods and ibuprofen putting you at higher risk for a bad infection or for dying from the infection or getting—I don't even remember—but I don't—I don't know that that's true.
1: Okay, so that's like up in the air. Who knows? Uh, That's that. Yeah,
0: that I definitely read something a couple weeks ago.
1: And then the same with like vitamin C. People are saying vitamin C is something you need. We had a, we had another expert on a couple of weeks ago. Who told us he told us
2: vitamin C and you guys are uh, cutting out a little
1: bit. Sorry. Oh.
2: We had another expert on a couple of weeks ago. Who told us vitamin C and saunas were were, were helpful. Is that any truth to you know these? <laughs> was it Gwyneth Paltrow? It was. It was. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow? I think so. It was. It was. It was, it was a big follow-upers. No. <laughs>
1: It was close. It was comedian Jimmy Schubert. Yes. (laughs) He's a Los Um, Angeles-based stand-up comedian. Yeah, no. No? Nothing? I
0: don't don't think so. I didn't read it. I haven't read anything about that. No. I mean, it's all like, you know, vitamin C is pretty safe, you know? So, sure. Give him vitamin C, give him vitamin D, put him out, take him outside for a walk, you know? I'm teasing, but... you know I don't know. We don't have any good data on that stuff. So I would never say that that will mm. fix you or cure you, but
2: We want um, to cure but okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's nothing. I mean, people are not doing well and you know, there's there's so much there's a lot of death and uh, it's terrible. If there was something um people would be using it, you know. I I assure you. Everyone's
2: desperate. The, was the hospital situation in Bellevue you know, cause we're hearing all these things about like shortages of gowns and masks and things like Was it was, it like that or was it by the time you got there, they kind of rectified that situation or.
0: I think Bellevue, cause it's the biggest city hospital seemed to be okay. Um, but, but supplies were being used so quickly that when you ran out, everyone was like, well, where do I find the next supply? And then, and then it would show up. So it's just, there's so many people, so many patients, so many nurses and doctors, extra people in the hospital that things are getting used quickly. But um, Bellevue seems okay. We're still all reusing masks. So we're okay if we are reusing and being very responsible with our PPE, if that makes sense. Nobody's ever reused
2: masks before. They used to just toss them out. Like they leave the room, they toss them out, right? Every single time. I've done
0: thousands of colonoscopies. Every single time I change my gloves, I change my gown, I change my mask. Every single time. And now we're not doing that. And I do have friends in hospitals across New York who are using the same, you know, leaving one gown in a patient's room and reusing it over and over, which is terrible. Um, but we did have enough if we reused it and we limited our time in the patient's room. So we didn't, like, normally we'd go into a patient's room in the ICU three, four, five times a day. We were trying to go in once.
2: Right, so you, you can just put the gown on. So you need a gown for each room, like kind of thing? Or you have a specific well, I, gown we didn't it? have
0: to do that, but I okay. had a
2: friend yeah, who was that. Yeah. but
0: we would... Use the mask. And and if you're going from COVID to COVID to COVID, people were using the same gown and, and headgear and everything like that. You have to be really mindful because then if you have to go pee, for example, and take it all off, you have to start over, you know, like uh, you think about your bathroom breaks. And you it's like going about...
2: skiing. I mean, it's just like, can't, you just totally. can't go to can't go the
0: bathroom. <laughs> totally. And we know how dangerous skiing is for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good segue. Oh, it's a professional Steph. podcast host there. <laughs> that is. Yeah, before we were on air, you were you were asking you me here? if I, yeah, she asked me how my heart is and then she asked me if I've become a vegan yet. And um, because Kaplan, you, you,
1: wait, uh, uh, Lizzie, I have a question for you. Is it responsible? Do you think that when you're in the hospital, that you had a heart attack maybe a day earlier, to be sneaking <laughs> uh, chicken parmesan sandwiches into the hospital? To <laughs> <eat>? Exaggeration. <laughs> That's who you I'm were sorry, doing.
2: You? Well, I, <laughs> I mean Your wife was sneaking wife chicken one. Exactly, not me. Would I did Yeah, but
1: for you, They're for you to eat, doesn't matter who's the one sneaking them in. Is that a I, good idea or not? um that is a that is a bad
0: idea thank you for that softball yeah (laughs) you know
1: i miss the days though when i was in such
2: poor shape that like even though she brought it in i could take one bite and that's all i could eat now i'm now i'm sitting around and it's a disaster i'm 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 gonna i'm just gaining all the weight back i lost in the heart attack sit around all day eating snacks and it's not good so you you think i should become vegan though that's your professional opinion
0: i have to say um that I, I've tried to go vegan. It's really, it's really hard. I hate beans, like a lot of beans. Um, and that's yeah, everything exactly. that's vegan is all beans and like artificial cheese is maybe the cruelest thing that's ever been created in humanity. Um, worse than like the coronavirus. I'm just kidding. Worse.
2: Um, Agreed. um wow.
0: worse. I, yeah, uh, it's gross. But, um, but there is some studies that say like if I was 41 and I had a heart attack, i think i'd probably go vegan it's a
1: little early <laughs> it's not dr ross it's a little early for a heart attack it's, it's a early. little
0: bit early yeah and i think if i was walking around with like a vest that was de- a defibrillator on my chest in case my heart stopped yeah i think i'd go vegan
1: dr ross he had <laughs> he, he had heroes full of uh, chicken parmesan sandwiches in that vest <laughs> in the pockets of the vest no i had yeah. cheesesteaks to be fair
2: yeah. the vest was great because that Aww. was a security blanket back when i had I that mean, i wish i had that now then i could do whatever i wanted again
0: right but the just, least you should do is i would absolutely avoid like fried foods and like red meat and you know okay. definitely no i don't even want to hear the word cheesesteak out of your mouth like please yeah. chicken yeah. parm is like breaded chicken smothered in che- no. no. Absolutely no. not. Alright, no disappro-
2: chicken farm and no cheese steaks No. Is yeah. he
1: more not to bring it make it serious again, but is he more susceptible if he gets corona? Is that worse for a cap? Or does one not have to do with the other in terms of heart attacks?
0: Uh that's a really good question. Um apparently is not really discriminating peop with people adults. Um it's not been attacking children, which is awesome. That's the only good thing about it really so far. But we are seeing young people and old people alike and um But with any disease in the whole world, the older you are and the sicker you are, the higher risk you are. So I do think having a history of a heart attack at age forty-one, you immediately are in that category. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're just—it's so young. It is so young. Well, then that's good
1: for uh, Corona if he's young, right?
0: it is good but now on his heart on his list is his i think 65. maybe high cholesterol coronary artery disease mm. that that you are just sicker you know you're not old hey. but you're you know
2: I have low cholesterol, sorry. but yeah.
0: Well, now you do because you're on <laughs> um, a statin.
2: Yeah. I forgot to take my medicine yesterday for the first time ever oh. really last night. And I, I survived, but it's, yeah, it's very alarming. <laughs> it it's so much on my, so, all right. Yeah. So I'm going to not become a vegan, but I'm going to eat more vegetables and I'm going to eat less red meat and less chicken parmigiana, less cheese. Ste- I'm not going to eat, che- I don't, I don't actually eat cheese sticks in New York, so I'm pretty safe because I can never go to right. Philadelphia again, apparently. So,
0: okay. Never again. I well, mean, if you need it, what? No, go ahead. If you need a cheesesteak, then maybe like once a year or something. Like, you can't have a
1: you, no, you don't need total a deprivation. Steak. This is such I an, am- that's a such an American that's um, thing to I that's do need. Do, you, are do you need a cheese? Turner, <laughs> cheese Turner do you, Turner, do you <laughs> need a, a ham question. sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you need a ham sandwich? yeah but i am also yeah. i don't mean exactly. i first of all I'm, very, I'm gentile i need a ham sandwich <laughs> i'm
0: a gentile i was i was going to tell kaplan to just stick with matzo ball
1: soup it's pretty yeah,
2: yeah there you How's go that? Is that, but it's so salty it seems like it's always the whole passover holiday was trying to kill me i feel like yeah, yeah
1: but yeah. Well, this brings yeah. us back to the topic does it um is it true that more men are getting coronavirus than women
0: that does seem to be true um yeah. no idea news. why yeah. More, more
1: bad news yeah. for Cap. Yeah, I am a man. I guess both I, of us. I, if I Is start identifying
2: true? as a woman, maybe I can uh, dodge it. But we'll there see you it go. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a progressive virus, Cap. But,
2: right, and, right, But you and you're um, you seeing patients uh on the computer, right? Like telemedicine.
0: Yeah, I'm doing a lot of phone calls and video visits. That's um all my job right now. Especially since I just got back from New York, I'm going to stay away from patients for a little bit. But in San
2: Francisco, are you allowed? What's the what are the current rules now for like you, you? You're not allowed to be in the office, are you, or or if it's an emergency or
0: because I went to New York or because of just every. No,
2: I don't know what their general rule. I thought they like totally they were in shelter in place hard, more hardcore than we were. So
0: we yeah well we've been shelter in place I think for about five days longer than New York um, and and we don't know maybe that's what the difference is because the Bay Area has really been exceptionally quiet in Just compared to New York,
2: yeah. Example. I mean, but, um, I saw the California statistics. I couldn't believe that New York, like we have more than ten times the amount of cases now in, in our state, it's, and, it's, and it's mostly the city than the rest of the state and, and the suburbs yeah. of New York. Uh, it's
0: incredible because San Francisco has a really big Chinese population as well. And if it came from Wuhan, you yeah. know, or originated there, then I'm just, we're all just very surprised and trying to understand what happened, or maybe some. Lesser strain, less virulent strain, less deadly strain came through in January already. Nobody knows what's going on, really. But it's it's great for San Francisco. Well, um, I yeah, was reading please uh... But if it's an emergency, patients are coming to the office. I would argue that very few emergencies need to come to the office. If they're really like sick, then they need to go to the emergency room or stay home. You know what I mean? So we're trying to not bring people for any routine office visits. Yeah, we're cause... doing lots of phone calls. Lo- I think we're over 90% Phone and video visits at this point at our hospital, which is amazing
2: yeah that's because i've I had my first telemedicine appointment last week, and I have another one probably coming up next week and yeah. it's, i don't I don't think I can it's like i don't think I can go back to shaking hands again i don't think yeah. i can go back i don't think I can go back as a patient to go to the doctor's office it's like why it, I mean, it just feels like, oh, we could have done this this whole time because my dad's a foot doctor to talk about. I know that, like, <laughs> doctors, doctors don't want to be bothered at home ever. Uh, yeah. But um, I don't know how you're going to get Captain, back to what doing about... that, doctors.
1: <laughs> People... Well, <laughs> what about a I mean, foot not... doctor
0: needs to examine your foot, right? So, like, a heart doctor, I can just ask you, How's your breathing? How's your mm. swelling? You know, but how does how do they listen to your heart? Is there some
2: That's, sort of app yeah, you I, use to listen to your heart? We haven't got that to that. I haven't had a cardiologist appointment yet, so I don't know. Oh, okay. that might be the one we need to it because I feel like yeah. Because are you are you gonna keep your uh, do you keep your patients waiting? for like 25 minutes past the that's what i feel like doctor can do to keep it <laughs> on the phone too no yeah yeah keep it,
1: uh keep have it some, mag-
2: some <laughs> magazines at home
1: here i'm gonna send you the app for highlighter magazine or whatever it's fill like, out what? these uh 10 pages of forms while you're yeah, exactly. Sign I, your have, name I mean
0: 37 it's, times it's, it's it's funny, There's some patients that are actually very hard to get off the phone, so I am a little late. And then there's all these Zoom meetings that also sometimes go over. So mm. ironically, now that we no longer have any excuse to be late about traffic and this and that, like, I'm still a little late sometimes, but I feel like people are pretty forgiving. Everyone's yeah. very nice to the healthcare worker industry at this moment in time.
2: It has um, been really, yeah, we're all very appreciative of the healthcare workers. That's... Yeah.
0: The 7 p.m. applause in like New York City, I caught it one night. It's just—it's really so moving. I mean, I don't Cameron know.
1: Kaplan was against it. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I was, on this podcast, it was
2: a bat. He didn't like. I was it. filming it, and I got yelled at for not clapping, and I was like, I have to—I can't. You gotta. I gotta. So do people get? Were you actually getting off at seven o'clock? This is solve, solve a riddle here. Were you, was I, you, was I were getting you, what? Were you actually getting off of work at seven o'clock or?
1: Like, where does the 7 p.m. come Cap from? Cap was Do you a know? denier that, it, that <laughs> doctors actually get off at 7 o'clock. I
2: mean, I just want to make sure doctors are hearing it. I don't Already know how they're hearing it. They're, are, are you in the hospital at 7 p.m.? Do you change shifts? Like, what's the... Oh, no.
0: Yeah. that's That was the only problem. So my first night, I landed at, like, 6 p.m. So I was in the city around 7 p.m., so I heard it. But every other night, I was in the hospital, so I missed it every night. And I was ah! telling the residents that I was working with, I was like, we should go outside, because it's called sign-out. You know, the day team signs out to the night team. And the night team comes five or ten minutes early, so they come in around 645 or 650. And then we talk about the patients, and then I leave by 710 or 715. So everyone misses it.
2: Oh, I, <laughs> All was the saying, I was patient. right. I was right. That's what I was saying. I was like, I don't yeah. think they change shifts the way, like, taxi cabs change at 4 o'clock exactly right. in the city. You got to get up. Like, it's not right. that seamless. You don't just walk in and be like, right. Like this, yeah, yeah, it should be
1: twice. Play. It should be at 640. No,
2: 640 you're, totally right. And it's, 715. you're
0: right. It's not a baton. You don't just like give somebody a, like, a piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, I just tag out, out, out. You so. figure
2: it out. Look at the <laughs> right. I was telling
0: the resident, like, from, like you guys, if like, you figure out how to do this sign out exchange that we're doing outside every day. <laughs> like, it's just That's really
1: hard to do. Yeah, get some air. No, no, no. a blue, blue,
0: blue, blue we call it an airway team. Like, you have to be in the hospital, but maybe some people should try to get outside because it's really, it's so moving and really energizing, I think, for them to hear. But, you know, nobody's in the hospital every day for three straight weeks. There's always a day off. So maybe, you know, they okay. take that opportunity on their day off. But you are totally right. You do not That's, get to hear it.
2: And, you know, it's really been picking up steam. Now they're adding musical numbers. Uh, the other night we all sang New York, New York uh, after the clapping. So thank you. And then we start, Lean On Me, I believe, is this week.
1: How do, you know, Cap, how do you know what to sing?
2: How do we know what to sing, uh, Randy? How do we know what to sing? You have to log on <laughs> to the website. There's a website. There's it's like, like a. It's like a. You have to. Yeah. simulcast on FM. radio. It's simulcast on Radio Radio here now. It's become a whole thing. But you got to get your pots and your pans out and you really make a ton of noise. And this is how music. I've
1: been saying we're entering the um the uh, uh the Great Depression again. And this is how you know the, the radio's back. The radio's back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> FM Radio Radio. Yeah. Nice yeah.
0: And we're hoarding. And they're and, it, and, okay. and
1: they're
2: playing, even they even tried playing Imagine one day, which I feel, again, you know, no, that up. that's it's out. Like that's be, out. Move on. The, uh, yeah, whatever name <laughs> the is. The
1: celebrities <laughs> ruined that song, but, but yeah. It's,
2: it is a nice thing. I'm my,
1: glad,
0: uh, my co-host I'm glad i My co host is Avocado Toast the New Liver and Onions. <laughs>
1: that's World it. War II stuff. So. <laughs> exactly. We're not. A couple, yeah, couple the last questions. We have a couple last uh, Corona related questions. What about can okay. we eat? Um, takeout speaking, like there's this whole thing Speaking of
2: avocado toast
1: can we eat takeout food or is it is it does it last on like if they sneeze under the food at, at a restaurant are you done and then you're fucked yeah um
0: i'd like to think i mean if it's on someone's hands you can get it but i'd like to think that food is cooked to a temperature that's so high and we don't think for too long so i mean i also I, for me it's a balance like i also want to support local businesses and i also need to eat so um I think that takeout food is okay, but I know some people are not okay with it. Would you know, like we have to, good data?
2: Okay. Wouldn't you also like to think that in these times more than any other times, if somebody sneezes on your food, they don't give it to you? Like I understand the old days, you're like, "Well, we already made it, I can't make another one." But I would like to think that the people who work at restaurants are like, "You know what? I'm going to I'm going to throw that out and make it again." Cuz I, I don't know seems like really shitty thing to do no <laughs> do you think that sorry restaurant workers would put corona in there well i'm saying you're saying if someone sneezes on it like it' uh, uh, i'm thinking like in the old days i always oh. assumed shit happens in a restaurant we don't yeah. see it it's out of sight out of mind but i really yeah. hope that nowadays with corona people are like no shoot i just sneezed i should but I who think knows?
0: That's, that's fair and i think restaurants are hanging on by a string so yeah. i would guess if i owned a restaurant i would make everyone wear masks you know and like you know, because yeah. the last thing you need is corona being traced back to your restaurant, and then and then you have, like, a health code violation during this. Like, you, then you're done. Your business is yeah. over. Like, everyone's already hanging by a string. I think well, my guess yeah. is people are trying to be really careful about that stuff. And I saw,
2: I, I, I saw this uh, study. I don't know if you saw. It was, like, about a Chinese restaurant, a restaurant in Wuhan, where they did a whole study. They chased back a lot of cases to this one restaurant, and they found that everybody had sat, like, near the air conditioning vent, like the same vent. And oh. so I'm thinking this summer, if they open up restaurants again, I'm only going to be eating at restaurants outdoors or ones that don't have air conditioning and, you know, don't have any ventilation. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what you think of that theory, but. That's
1: fair. Yeah. yeah. Chicken, I like it. Chicken parm outside. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Chicken parm. <laughs> you
2: know, I, my, my, what do you call the fake cheese? To, uh, it's not tofu. <laughs> it's like tape or
1: no idea.
0: Tempeh, vegan, yeah, uh, vegan
1: no. food. Yeah. But. And Vegan
0: food outdoors. Right? And
1: then same thing goes for like wiping down groceries when we get it or washing yeah. vegetables, that kind of thing. I know people who do I've
0: that. always washed my veggies and fruit. <laughs>
1: um, wow, really?
0: <laughs> think about it. Like a guy's like putting it on a stand. How many times have you seen those fruit and the veggies like drop on the ground? Like I always wash it. But I just wash I it with like water. Unless it's cooking it unless it's going- I mean, the uh, oven, soap. you know, but th- like a piece of fruit, like an apple, my goodness, I wash it always. So, mm. but no, I don't wash like the plastic wrapper of my chicken, my raw chicken, you know, like, no, I don't do that. Because anything also in my mind that's going to be cooked at 200, 300, 500 degrees, is going to be fine. You're going to cook. The virus can't live at that temperature, you know?
1: Mm. Or you can put the food in your sauna exactly so global warming is good for the good for the uh getting rid of the virus <laughs> all right, you're food, right
0: food outdoors in the sauna vegan
2: boom show me the vitamin c supplement no i was getting about that there we go there, that's so, how we get over this all right uh,
1: well and dr then, ross we're running yeah. out of uh our the the, the the systems are all shutting down right now the phone keeps cutting out so thank you so and much can, and your podcast again is called the house of pod correct
0: the house of pod a medical podcast exactly
2: and we, and we and, uh, that's the only other podcast we will support on this on our part, right? at the moment we don't usually give out endorsements of other pods but for more oh, thank you a weekly uh, medical advice
0: yeah that's... we try to destigmatize some of the crazy stuff about medicine make it silly and informative we're on twitter instagram facebook all that good stuff itunes so check I'm, it out I the only Thanks, guest you've
2: ever had i was a guest once was i the only guest you ever had on who's had a heart attack still at 40, yes, what? you're I'm definitely gathered.
0: the only 41-year-old fa- who's had no, it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Look yeah. at that. I'm famous. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, definitely. You're the only one because it's a, a crazy story, you know, and I hope that you're doing well and that you don't need any more chicken parm or philly cheesesteaks <laughs>
2: all right well if your guys podcast gets big enough where i really want to be a guest again i might have to have my have oh, eat a lot of chicken parm so. no. oh my god, god. We're, we're huge we are oh, huge. huge oh no all right i'm gonna go get a parm chicken parm all right. now all right anyway thank you so right, much thanks, Lizzie. thanks
0: for having me on all right thank you thank you
2: for, thank you for thanks for everything you're doing and we'll talk soon sure
0: thank you yeah. right.
1: bye cap let's get to the news Thank you to Dr. Ross for joining us. We should have her back again. Like she's our, she's, you know, she's our regular doctor on the show.
2: Medical okay. expert. We should, yeah, do a whole, every once in a while a segment.
1: You're not a real show. We're going to have, have a doctor. We're going to have future
2: pandemics. We all know that. So we all this won't know. Be the first.
1: we will. Cap, before we get to the news, we have some breaking news from you. And I think this dovetails in nicely to another business idea.
2: Yeah. Because uh, before we, earlier in the day, I noticed the oil futures were crashing. And it was down to like eight cents a barrel. Then it was down to one cent a barrel. And now I have breaking news that while we were recording, it went to negative territory, which means that you have to take the oil. So they're basically paying you to take oil if you want to grab a barrel wherever they keep them.
1: Yes, and uh, this means I am no longer unemployed. My new job is the person who takes oil. Yeah, you just have like a backyard. You put him in Tyler's backyard and just like we're just gonna stuff. fill up his backyard with oil <laughs> barrels and you can pay me. I charge fifty dollars to give me oil. This is the best business idea of all time. Yes, yeah, strategic reserves,
2: your own. Everyone can have their own. Instead of having your own gun, the Second Amendment, we give her an oil amendment. We can or, hide him under know, the right-
1: trampoline in the backyard. My parents have a lot of property.
2: Uh, I got a storage facility. I can put – can I fill them under my bed? I don't know. How big is a barrel?
1: Is sure. A big barrel? Yeah, it's a, it's a medium-sized barrel. Could I put one in my car and then, like, I don't need gas for oil. I just – Yes, just put it in. Just put the oil in I guess you have in. to refine
2: it somehow, right? This you can't just put it of right here. This
1: insane your... because oil's going to come back. It's not going to be at zero – negative forever, right? I mean, like, it's the best idea ever to take oil. Am I wrong?
2: I mean, yeah, and we can frack it ourselves. Let's frack it. Well, Oh, that'll real, We'll really trigger producer Matt and others if we <laughs> if we start fracking our own oil. Is he an anti-fracker? Yet, no, actually, he was probably, I was thinking. Uh, he was uh, kind of neutral on fracking. He just knows a lot about it. Uh, right. By the way, we're <laughs> going to get
1: him on. He's going to be on the Patreon show this week. For everyone wondering what happened to producer Matt, he's going to call in. But now let's get to the news. Kaplan, yeah. first news story of the week: Huffington Post tennis star Novak Djokovic reveals he's an anti-vaxxer during a recent live stream. So what happened is tennis um, has kicked around this idea of being able to come back very soon for tournaments, as long as one, well, I guess once a vac, maybe not very soon, once a vaccine is available coming back and giving everyone, every player the vaccine and maybe not having fans there, but at least having the guys uh, and, and women run out and play, matches i guess you would call them um on, on television and this is a great idea I,
2: I, yeah i think tennis is probably going to plan to come back before there's a vaccine by the way but yeah this is the
1: okay well this is one way to do it and he said yeah. whoa whoa whoa, hold the phone i'm an anti-vaxxer and i will never get a vaccine and now they don't know what to do because he's the number one player in the world is he not
2: he is the number one player in the world. Uh, I, I yeah, I, I didn't know this about him uh, that he's an anti vaxxer I don't know if it's just, he thinks he's going to get autism from this or what does he think. But um, this is great for Roger Federer. Roger Federer now should push for them to do this plan because then Novak will have to retire, and Federer can you know get a few more because you know they canceled Wimbledon. They, I don't know if you see it in the U.S. Open. Well, they haven't canceled it here in New York. They're using the U.S. Open site as like a hospital. I think right. Yes. So so they can't just start playing tennis uh, anytime soon. So they're probably going to cancel that too. So I I mean were uh novex I, I don't know what do you think i mean these athletes still maybe don't know better he be someone can educate him and he maybe saw i that just as well. think maybe. that
1: this is something like there's all this the nba has been trying for uh the whole month now like oh when do we come back what are we going to get to do and there's all this talk will we get a vaccine we can vaccinate the players and then or we can put them all in a place they're overlooking the fact that there's like um half the players in the nba are flat earthers so yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to affect every team i do to- know <laughs> I have yeah, a team yeah. Who don't want to get a vaccine. Oh,
2: but but I understand why the tennis um, can't come back sooner because they don't. If you're going to do it no fans, I don't know why they need like if they just made the guys get their own balls like when we play tennis. Yes. like so they don't have a ball boy. Make them get their own balls. Maybe we have all this technology now. Where they can call all the outlines with a computer. You need like one ref just to make sure. Like stand up. He's sitting up on a chair high above. He can be the overruler and just make sure the game goes pr- smoothly. I don't know why you can't need... And then people say, well, your hands touch the ball. Well, each point is a different ball. I don't know. Like, there's videos of people in Italy playing tennis on rooftops. Have you seen this? It's pretty cool. Where, like, people are hitting tennis balls from roof to roof to each other. Oh, wow. So they can do it. And and no one's saying that's wrong. I don't know. Tennis is one of the few sports because, like... Tennis you know crowds it would be weird for me if they bring back basketball or football without crowds because it 's like part of the event it 's like a crowd noise It'd be pretty boring, yeah, but tennis is a quiet, you know what they say in the French open see who play, they want you quiet, please there 's supposed to be no there 's no noise if there 's noise during a match, they stop they yell at you I, 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 yeah, I, it 's I like love, the perfect
1: sport for this I love this let 's have them play on rooftops. And it, rooftops. if you fall off from one roof to the other, <laughs> if you fall off the roof, it's part of the game. That's part of the game. It's like a video game. And, and we make, you know, tennis. let's be
2: honest. Since the days of John McElroy, it is not nearly as popular as it used to be. Oh, and a idea.
1: It gets this sport more popular. What about you have those nets like they have at the Foxconn factory in China, where if people jump out and try to kill themselves, they just hit the net and bounce <laughs> right back up in. We could do that, put the nets out. So if they fall off the side of the building, they just fall into a net.
2: That's great and what happens if you if you fall into the net do you get back up or do you get like how are you out?
1: It's like a trampoline effect. It bounces you back in. <laughs> bounces you back oh, okay. <laughs> this is slang. We should have Sandra our, uh, Harwood, our tennis
2: writer, on for of the pod back on to uh, throw these ideas by her. I think. Well, well,
1: yeah, let's do it. We'll throw it out to her. I think it's a great idea. Next story, Kaplan. This comes from comes to us from Michael H. Weber, who's related. He's the nephew of Sandra Harwood, our tennis. Yeah, friend. he's really a
2: big Weber theme. This podcast. Go on,
1: big Weber theme. Neo-Nazi. Oh wait, here we go. Uh, this is from Global News Canada. Neo-Nazi mm. commander unmasked as 13-year-old kid in Estonia.
2: It's amazing. How about
1: that? <laughs> Online, he was known as Hail Hitler eight eight one four, the so-called commander of a neo-Nazi group with plans to bomb CNN and attack a U.S. synagogue in hopes of starting a race war. Kaplan, this was not any small-time thing. The people at the, to be ser- the people at the Christchurch bombing um, cited this guy as one of their like influencers. Oh, okay. Thirteen-year-old Nazi gamer on the internet. He's a gamer. He's a, oh yeah he's a gamer as well he's a that's why his gamer name is hail hitler 8814 which should have been a clue
2: right because if you're a real adult nazi you probably don't have a name like that you're a little more subtle
1: no well not only that but his main game he was playing was mario kart I've right. which is more than <laughs> child's game well, well do you think that, is the hail
2: hitler 8814 because there's 8 813 other hail hitlers and he got the or,
1: or, I think it's or is that he, like a lucky number no, he was born in 1988 or his no, mom no, was no. Born. i think his mom was born in 1988
2: he was born in 2014 <laughs> yeah, his mom uh, uh, that's what it is so you know, he's 13 so he was born yeah oh my god it's incredible you know teddy Kaplan is playing uh the switch He's playing mario Kart. he plays mario aces he's Thinking of wacky tennis rules he's obsessed he plays it online he's up to 13 tournament wins now he's got these three friends he says he calls them friends and he he's online he sits there and he checks their profiles <laughs> and he can see all the games he tells me all about his friends
1: is one of them you... uh, hail hitler 8814 <laughs> i should check because maybe he could challenge
2: if he has any nazi leader friends he could be like the jesse owens of the uh, video game world and take this kid down in like a because this is unbelievable like that these
1: my, my I have no way of knowing. How do they know? Like, is the there a thing- way to like, see what games he's playing to see if the kid's a Nazi leader? I no? th- I, yeah, I don't, I think here's how you do it. First of all, cause you're right. You don't know, you don't know if Teddy's best friend is the um, leader of a Nazi group that's planning to bomb CNN. You, have- I mean, but I,
2: I have a question for you. Would I rather the guy the kid be a third, his best friend be a, a fellow like 12 year old, 11 year old, 10 year old Nazi. Or would I rather, guys? or, 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 or not, Would I rather be a 13-year-old Nazi leader, but at least he's still a kid? Yeah. Or would I rather be a 40-year-old, perfectly nice person, but he's a 40-year-old guy who, for some reason, is friends with my kid? You know, which I would one's say better?
1: A 40-year-old guy who's friends with kid. You would rather have it be. Uh, Joe, listen, you'd rather have it be Joe Schaefer than a Nazi leader. But you? the Nazis, got,
2: the Nazi 13-year-old at least is not a pedophile.
1: <laughs> okay. Just say I'm just I mean, sp- spitballing. You're the parent. You're the parent. You know better than I do. You have a you have a perspective I don't have. Um, Kaplan, here's what you do. If you want to find out if Teddy's best friends with a Nazi leader uh, mm-hmm. in Estonia, who's an Estonian boy, Teddy (laughs) has to go around telling I've done this theory has worked once before in my life, which I'd love to tell you about, but he has to go around bragging about how he's Jewish and all the high holidays and what he's celebrating Passover and all these things. And then those people will suss themselves out. This has happened before. And a friend of mine, was it this is a uh, 2005 China I want to say my friend I'll only give first names my friend Shannon he's a man was dating a girl from the United Arab Emirates it, it went mm. well for a couple months she was very attractive but um had an had a um, a mean streak to her she had an she had a, a temper <laughs> let's say she
2: had oh, a temper. okay she had oh, it which is the best women always are of course oh. she was flipping
1: out on him Hash- And he said, I don't know. I want to break up with her, but I don't know how to break up with her. She's going to flip out if I just say, hey, I'm breaking up with you. So we devised a plan. We said, where is she from? He said, United Arab Emirates. We said, okay, what you need to do is start talking about how you're very (laughs) (laughs) pro-Israel. just randomly in conversation yeah and if you bring this up enough she will eventually stop talking to you and break up with you
2: this he is said, like the Seinfeld said, episode with George right? like, he
1: said great idea he started doing it and if Kaplan if I'm lying hang me from the rafters it worked like a charm within a week she broke up with him the relationship was over
2: because, did he even brush up on I and mean, he wasn't Jewish right
1: no he's a Gentile American but I think he is pro-Israel as many of us I are. wish you would have called
2: me up to, to, I could have consulted and given him tidbits of things to talk about: Ben Gurion, the Negev. I would have had all sorts that. Of t- We
1: spent a whole night oh. um, researching oh on God. the internet all these things uh, for him to say. Golda, my ear. I to name our firstborn Golda. And, <laughs> and, then, this is great and then He he was writing down notes, and then he took him into this conversation. He had him in his pocket, like I would, like a stand-up <laughs> set, in case he amazing. forgot the talking points. And she uh, blew up. She she blew up, but like not in the way that hey, I'm breaking up with you. That would be much more of a blow up. It was more of a disagreement about politics and Ugh. but it only took about a week for her just to stop talking to him
2: that's that's uh did you get any angry i would like to know uh, not that i could partake but i would love to just know did you get like anti so one passionate night of anti- Z- hate Zionism, <laughs> sex, like, like, just a total fuck your Jewish state. I'm gonna blow your brains out, uh, bang your brains <laughs> out, of sex. I have
1: no idea. Uh, I, I will double check. Double uh, check. Have mosh. Um, anyway, that's that theory is what I think Teddy Kaplan needs to implement. And should we go to our last <laughs> <I'm not a coughs> version of that? But okay, I'm I'm I forgot th- that's what we were talking about. Go on. Version <laughs> of that last story of the week. Kaplan comes to us from inside. Insider, which I don't know what that is, but that's a website. <laughs> Who knows? Hungry, what hungry rats may turn to cannibalism during the coronavirus outbreak, and it could lead to a breed of aggressive, resilient rats in New York City in the future. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, because but- there's no people out there. To, the rats are starving to death, apparently. So eating
1: themselves. Oh, like, my Lord. And so when, we, they, we, when they open the doors to New York City back up again, we're going to be chased by <laughs> cannibal rats? <laughs> we can't go back in
2: there. Like Everyone's like, I can't believe New Yorkers are still riding the subway. If those New Yorkers weren't still riding the subway, at least dropping a few crumbs here or there, these rats would be, uh, they'd be taking
1: over the city by now. I mean, there's these... cannibal rats in New York City. If, if you can't get a discount on your rent right now, just give up. You are a bad negotiator. <laughs> Just yeah, that. Capital, are you guys still playing paying full price right now we're paying full price That's yeah insane. i mean I, but my rents below Mar oh, it's a big this is our building's
2: owned by related which is a steven ross company which he's a big uh oh yeah he's Stephen the owner ross. yeah he's not exactly a friend of the uh, rent discount game so it's not going to come down but we're rent stabilized so we're our long-term like, the economy being shitty is good long-term for us because the rents won't rise. I mean, they rise slowly here anyway, but the rising is slower. Your
1: rent's already a great deal.
2: But we don't have a lot of rats in uh, Long Island City. It's a real oasis in New York. I, there's, like, I call one, out, one, like, pathway in the park, I call it Rat Alley because I saw, like, a rat there once. Yes. But, like, and Randy will never go down there again. But, like, I do not see – I mean, this, oh, that's actually a great thing. In the summertime, you see some rats because all these people come here and they leave food around. But with less people here and with no picnics – yeah, they're there's eating themselves. Rats? There's a bonus positive for Long Island City people. No, there won't be no rats this summer in Long Island City. They're eating themselves underground. Where are they eating themselves? Well, yeah. there's cannibals it...
1: somewhere. It's in the news. It's in Insider. Whatever that. How means. do they?
2: Yeah, I just had a Do rats have trained themselves to attack themselves, or do they like incorporate like a cat and be like, "Hey, I think it's like the zombie party
1: when there's nothing else left to eat, <laughs> you eat each other." Yeah. you know. Yeah, it's interesting. So oh, that's it. Right. Yeah, that's the that's, podcast. That's, that's, where, that's
2: where we are in New York. Great job by you, uh, fleeing exactly that's when you podcast. when you return to brooklyn you, you guys are going to walk into your apartment just gonna be like a bunch of mice or rats just like we've taken over
1: fuck God. out with My. a gun pointed at you with a gun pointed at us <laughs> anyway that's, that's the, the pod that's it uh dr ross thank you for doing it kaplan that's all while we see i will see you tomorrow wednesday thursday and friday on life in the bunker but for now what should we do let's get lost get lost